0: Guideline First Look, Guideline for Radiation Safety, by Lisa Croak. The updated AORN, Guideline for Radiation Safety, provides guidance on preventing injuries to patients and healthcare personnel resulting from medical ionizing radiation exposure during therapeutic, diagnostic, or interventional procedures. Byron L. Burlingame, former AORN Senior Perioperative Practice Specialist, and lead author of the guideline indicated that the recommendations in this guideline were reorganized with the hopes of making it easier for users to find the information they need quote, "the guideline starts off with the healthcare organization responsibilities because these are truly overarching" end quote he said quote, "then there are sections on the responsibilities of the radiation safety committee which can be assigned by the healthcare organization and the responsibilities of the Radiation Safety Officer, which can be assigned by the Radiation Safety Committee. End quote. The following sections outline recommendations on radiation safety programs and protective measures for patients and perioperative personnel during exposure to radiation, including radionuclides and radiopharmaceuticals. This guideline was last updated in 2015 and will be available in the AORNE Guidelines Plus in April 2021. Radiation Safety Committee A new section on radiation safety committees was added in this updated guideline. These committees are responsible for such tasks as defining the radiation safety program, establishing and verifying competency requirements, developing policies and procedures, and monitoring radiation exposure to personnel. Quote, These committees provide broad representation when facilities are for example, developing policies and procedures for radiation use, and lead to involvement from all the necessary stakeholders. End quote, Burlingame said. The committee must include an authorized user representing each type of use permitted by the License for Administration of Radioactive Materials, a Radiation Safety Officer, RSO, a Nursing Representative, and a Management Representative who is not an authorized user or an RSO. Patient exposure. According to Burlingame, the two biggest changes in this update pertain to working with other team members when using protective shields on patients. Some evidence supports the use of shields for patients when radiation-sensitive organs are near the radiation source, although their use may increase radiation exposure to the patient or the risk of repeating the examination because the shield fell into or was placed in the area of interest. As such, the RSO or radiology professional in the room should be consulted about the use and placement of shields between the patient and the radiation source. Quote, By consulting with the RSO or radiation professional, the hope is that he or she will ensure that the shield is not in the way when the area to be imaged is set, End quote, Burlingame said. Quote, if the shield is in the way, the imaging will need to be repeated resulting in additional exposure of patients and staff members to radiation. End quote. This consultation also can be helpful for weighing the benefits and harms specific to the patient and circumstances. The RSO or radiology professional also should be consulted about the use and placements of shields between the fetus of a patient who is pregnant and the radiation source. One clinical guideline indicated that although using shields between the fetus of a pregnant patient and the radiation source does little to decrease exposing the fetus to scatter radiation, it may support the emotional well-being of the patient. A new recommendation also was added in this section to perform a radiation safety timeout before the start of the surgical procedure or as part of the procedural timeout. Quote, The radiation timeout is beneficial because you can, for instance, ensure that everybody in the room is wearing protective shielding and that those who need a decimeter have it on, end quote, Burlingame said. Quote, the radiation professional also can use this time to determine the area that is being exposed to radiation, which is called collimation, and ensure that the beam is set to the minimum size required to obtain the image desired, end quote. The timeout also may address if the frame rate is set to the lowest possible rate, if the patient is positioned as close as safely possible to the image intensifier, if shields and protective drapes are in place, if the patient is pregnant, and if fluoroscopy images will be saved, rather than obtaining video images. Perioperative Team Shielding Burlingame indicated that there were a couple small wording changes made in this update with regard to radiation protection, including using the term garments instead of aprons, and removing direct reference to thyroid shields and instead listing them as one of the garments. Radiation protective garments, for example, apron, vest and skirt, wraparound, overlapping, thyroid shield, should be worn during procedures in which a radiation source is activated. The garment size should correspond to the wearer's body size based on the manufacturer's sizing chart. There also were new recommendations related to cleaning the garments. These include... That shared items should be cleaned between uses and spot cleaned if soiled, and that those worn only by one person can be cleaned daily. The cleaning method should be based on the garment or device manufacturer's instructions for use. Radionuclides and radiopharmaceuticals The section on radionuclides was enhanced in this update and now also includes information on pharmaceuticals. The healthcare organization must develop policies and procedures on monitoring radioactive seeds before, during, and after all uses and handling emergency situations. A report should be filed with the Nuclear Regulatory Commission when 1. An administered dose differs from a prescribed dose by more than 0.05 sieverts. 2. An organ or tissue receives an effective dose equivalent to 0.5 sieverts or more. 3. The skin receives a shallow dose equivalent to 0.5 Sieverts or more. 4. An incorrect radioactive drug containing byproduct material or the radionuclide is administered. 5. A radioactive drug containing byproduct material or the radionuclide is administered using the incorrect route or to the incorrect person. 6. The incorrect treatment mode is administered. Or 7. A leaking sealed source occurs. For procedures on patients undergoing a radionuclide insertion, with an existing radionuclide implant, or with a radiopharmaceutical circulating in the bloodstream, only essential personnel should be present in the OR. A sign should be placed on the OR entrances indicating that radiation is in use. Conclusion This updated guideline provides recommendations on preventing injuries to patients and healthcare personnel resulting from medical ionizing radiation exposure during therapeutic, diagnostic, or interventional procedures. Key areas addressed include Assembling a committee to help define the radiation safety program and develop policies and procedures. Consulting the RSO or radiology professional when using shields on patients. Performing a radiation safety timeout to address key areas of concern and adopting appropriate protocols related to shielding and using radionuclides and radiopharmaceuticals. Game concluded that AORN hopes that by adopting these recommendations, perioperative teams can keep radiation doses to the patient and themselves at a minimum and reduce the risk of developing complications associated with radiation.